Hi, I'm Sean Roney with the Richmond News, and this is Ray County Voices, our newspaper's podcast series. If you're a regular listener, then you know it's been a while since we've posted a new episode of Ray County Voices, and you might have wondered why there hasn't been any new content. Well, since we published our Season 3 opener in May 2022 about graduation in Ray County, the podcast has been on hiatus as the newspaper has undergone some transitions. We've had several personnel changes, one of them being the departure of our editor-in-chief, Jack Miles Ventimiglia. In June, Jack retired after 42 years in journalism. His last day was June 16th, when the newspaper held a retirement party for him at Hometown Pizza in Richmond. A proclamation from the Missouri House of Representatives honoring Jack was presented to him and read by State Representative Peggy McGaw. The ceremony included a few parting words from the man himself. I've always said I had a voice for newspapers and a face for radio, so (laughs) I'm not much of giving uh, any kind of talks because I really feel like I don't have a whole lot to say, but I will say thank you. This is very nice for you guys to do, and I appreciate it very much. When Jack retired, we started rebranding the Richmond News and its sister newspaper, the Excelsior Spring Standard. Along the way, we experienced a few other personnel changes. Those changes included the departure of our publisher, Brian Rice, in October. Like Jack Vinktimilia, Brian retired. In Brian's case, it was after 30-plus years in the industry. Actually, Brian has retired from the industry, not the workforce in general. His new job, or new-ish job, is as director of the Excelsior Springs Chamber of Commerce. Those changes also have included the hiring of Sophia Bales as a general assignment reporter. In addition to helping to rebrand our print content, Sophia also is helping to rebrand or reboot this podcast. I'll explain how, along with some other changes to our show, in a few minutes. But first, given that some of our listeners might not subscribe to the Richmond News, it seems fitting to have Sophia tell you a little bit about herself, courtesy of an interview I did with her. On December 13th, 2022, we chatted at the Richmond News offices. What led you to pursue a journalism career? So here's the story. My degree is in entrepreneurship, business, administration. I used to work at the golf course. I met Brian, really nice guy, and he said jokingly that he was looking for writers. Me, I've always loved writing, and like that, if I wasn't going to get a business degree, I was going to get a journalism degree. And I was like, oh, well, I like to write. I don't know if it'd be like journalism writing, but I'll do that. If you need me to, like, I'll reach out to you if I'm looking for a job. Well, you know, things, I don't know, I didn't really find passion working at the golf course anymore. And I was like, hey, Brian. Well, I've reached out to Sharon and kind of went from there, and seven months later, I'm still here. <laughs> and for clarification for our listeners, the yes. golf course is Shirky Golf yes, Course. Yes, Shirky's Golf course. course. And the the Sharon that you mentioned is Sharon Donnett, our general office manager. Yes. What were your initial impressions of journalistic reporting once you started doing it? Um, it was actually a little terrifying <laughs> in the... In the aspect that, like, you have to go out with these questions and it's a little intimidating because everyone's looking at you with that press pass. And it's like, oh. But then, you know, I'm also me and I'm like, what are you looking at? <laughs> yeah. You, you want to talk to me? Come come up and talk to me. I want to know what you have to say. And 
I feel like I'm beginning to be a friendly face for people. When you worked at the golf course, did you had you had a chance to, to see much of, of Richmond? How much better have you gotten to know the town since you started reporting? So, technically, when I was in seventh grade, I actually went to Richmond Middle School. I lived in Henrietta, but then I moved back to Kansas City. So that was like the only aspect before. And then, I yeah, I worked at Sharky's Golf Course and... I got to know the town pretty well because a lot of people did come to the golf course, surprisingly. Like, I was surprised. I didn't know how fancy the golf course was to the people of Richmond who like to golf. And then um, I knew Richmond pretty well just because I also have a bounce house business and I would come here for people who wanted my services. But being in the Richmond news room and office, I feel like I really know it and connect with the community very well. So far, so good, I think. I think people are recognizing us more, especially being community-oriented. But yeah, so I'm, I'm feeling pretty connected to it. Well, because you mentioned it, and because I'm curious, I have to ask, what is a bounce house business? Um, so yeah, a bounce house business. Um, I have three bounce houses, and I put them up for people. And um, me and my sisters, Allie and Joey, um, my younger sisters, I'm the oldest. They help me put up bounce houses for people who want to rent them out for parties or any events. <laughs> oh, so literally a house that you bounce yes, around in. Yes, yes. Okay. Inflatable, if you I will. I did not know what those were called. What um, What do you feel like has been your biggest accomplishment since since you started working as a reporter? Um, I would just say my biggest accomplishment would probably be balancing everything. And when I say that, I mean... It's a very fast work pace, and I didn't really get that at first. Like, yeah, like, oh, well, yeah, I'll write those stories, huh? But then you're like, oh my god, uh, we go to press this day, and I, I have a deadline this day, and I, I need to really get on board with that. So my biggest accomplishment is finding that balance, and then actually finding that writing style that fits me and the APA, AP. 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 Yes. Associated Press, yes. What would you say is the biggest story, I mean, in terms of whether, in terms of emotional resonance with you, in terms of importance, what, what do you feel like has been the most important story that you've worked on so far and why? Um, try, that's, that's a good question. I feel like I've written so many stories, but one that I thought was pretty big for not only me, but for the people of Richmond, I would say my biggest one of Richmond... Richmond might have been the Humane Society story, just kind of getting that out there. That was one of them. And then I guess for Excelsior Springs might be like the upcoming water flooding prevention that they're working on. I thought that was a pretty big story. Mm -hmm. Turning to the the Humane Society one, just provide a little bit of background as to, to what happened recently. So recently there was a board meeting, which is public to everyone who wanted to go. They held it, um, I think it was early November, if not later October, and they asked the president of the board to publicly step down. They asked her, and she did, and later that day other board members stepped down, and then they recruited a new president. And so their goal was to kind of have a reset for this upcoming year. So they decided not to take any more animals. They're cleaning everything out. They are developing new fundraising to get a new building for the Humane Society. And yeah, so 
it kind of goes on there and I think it's a good story for people to know like hey this is happening there were dogs there for years which is very extremely uncommon for a humane society taking in animals and I think telling people like hey this is what's happening but this is also what is for the future and I like letting people know what the future holds. When do you plan to follow up with the Humane Society to see how the reset's going and and to see how the search for new building is going? Yeah, so um, I have been keeping in contact a little bit. They do have some fundraising events that I will most likely cover. And if I don't, they'll probably send me some submitted photos and some quotes. Last time I talked to them, their goal was years from now, but I would love to maybe sit down with them the beginning of this year and kind of go over everything that they have planned for this year, upcoming year, 2023. I think that'd be really good. What uh, what stories do you have on the horizon that are, that, that, that are interesting? So, you know, it's Christmas time, so there's a lot of um, Christmas events and um, stories there. For example, the city of Richmond is holding a jingle jog, which is actually, I believe, this Saturday starts at 9 a.m. so that'll be kind of fun for them and I think I don't know if it's exactly a fundraiser or not um, I'll have to look back into that another ongoing story that's pretty interesting it is actually an Oric so the citizens of Oric they were petitioning to have the audit and the auditor which is Nicole Galloway released it November 7th there is a city council meeting tomorrow that I will be attending. They are going over the entire audit and I feel like I'm going to get a lot of information and a lot of answers from that regarding the audit itself. Yeah. There was a lot of questioning on what was happening within the city clerk and just going on with city board members and stuff. And, and you say that, that city leaders have been willing to, to talk to you so far? Yes, yes. So I actually got a call from Alderman Roger Thomas, and he was really great. He was really nice, and he was talking to me. He invited me to the meeting. Um, I did reach out to Nicole Galloway's office just regarding questions because this is, I, you know, I'm kind of still new with this, and I don't know everything and how to handle everything. And they... I, you know, I left a message to her office person, and hopefully they'll give me a call back. <laughs> and the Nicole Galloway that you speak of is the state auditor. auditor correct. And, yeah, this, this I, I feel like I'm stepping on eggshells in a way because I'm, this is new territory for me, but at the same time, we're the newspaper, we're supposed to tell the truth, and that's what I plan to do. Turning to other aspects of, of journalism, have you done much photography before you started here? Uh, photography, I actually love photography and I love taking pictures and um, when I first started, Brian really liked my pictures and that's what really kind of got me excited too. I was like, oh yes, I'm getting compliments about my pictures. I, um, I think 2019, 2020, somewhere around there, I actually did a photo shoot for like a full on wedding. And I got really nervous because I was like, oh my gosh, like my friend, like I knew her from high school. She, she wanted me to take pictures for her. And I was like, uh, do you really want me to take your wedding pictures? I feel like that's a lot of pressure. But I did them and they turned out so wonderful. And I love seeing like the Facebook year later, three years later, whatever. And they come back up and yes, she was so excited and that was just a wonderful day. So for me, picture, like I love taking pictures. It's so much fun. And you also... One of your many interests out, outside of 
the newspaper is you have is it one podcast or two podcasts? I actually have uh, just one podcast. And and talk about it. What's it called? Okay, so I made it uh, this past March, and I follow this uh, girl. She's about my age. I'm 22. Her name's Ava Jules, and she was starting a podcast. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I have a lot to say. I should start a podcast. It's called um, On One with Sophia Bales. On One. It's kind of hard to find on Spotify, but it's like on my Instagram and stuff. Anyway, so basically, I feel like going through your 20s is a very interesting time as a young woman in America, and it's kind of just big sister talk. Like, I'm your big sister. I'm everyone's big sister, and I've always been told, like, oh my gosh, you feel like my big sister. And <laughs> it's kind of, it's just various topics. Um, some are super funny. Some are super serious. I have different guests on Mostly, like, sometimes I have my sisters, or sometimes I'll have my mom, or I would love to keep expanding and getting different guests on, but for now, I have, like, 22 episodes out, and it's super fun. <laughs> and we welcome you to the Newspapers Podcast, Ray County Voices. Just, um, just kind of thoughts about uh, hearing your, your interviews that you do for the newspaper, appearing on a podcast, and you and I discussing some of the events of the month. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited about it. Me too. As I said, Sophia Bales is part of our podcast rebranding. One role she'll play in the reboot is providing audio of interviews she's done of stories the Richmond News has published. That's in keeping with her goal of creating a stronger connection among the newspaper, the podcast, our social media pages, and our website-exclusive content. As part of that connection-building effort, our show format is changing. Generally, we'll open with a news segment that features interviews or speech excerpts from one of Sophia's news stories. Then, because I'm also the Richmond News and Excelsior Spring Standard Sports Editor, we'll look at the world of Ray County sports. And typically, we'll conclude with some discussion between Sophia and me as we recap, maybe even comment on, some of the major news stories covered by the Richmond News each month and we'll post links to the newspaper stories that make it into our episodes. We still intend for Ray County Voices to be a monthly podcast, but rather than publishing the 10th of each month as we did originally, we're looking for episodes to go live the last week of each month. That said, look for some occasional specially themed episodes between the first and last of each month. One other change of note, we have a new theme song. It's that little Andy Griffith Show style ditty you heard at the beginning of this show. It's called God Bless Harden, and it appeared in a 2021 episode. Look for a link to that episode and a YouTube music link to listen to God Bless Harden in the episode description on buzzsprout.com, which hosts our content, and on other podcast streaming platforms. Typically, you'll hear the theme at the beginning and end of each episode, but because this is the last episode of 2022, we figured we would send you off with Auld Lang Syne. Take care. Have a happy holiday season. We'll be back next month and next year.